0: welcome back 2022 is over and it's been a hell of a year for hip-hop it's been just a, a fantastic year lots of storylines lots of events lots of great music and to do me the favor my guy spike Lou, one half of the on deck tv podcast is returning to break down what has been and like i said it's just an absolutely incredible year spike how you doing
1: it is an honor, my brother. I appreciate you having me on this late in the year to recap, go over everything, have great discussion about. So I'm excited, man. My list may differ a little bit from the on deck list. So, And that's hey, what I was going to start
0: this, this with. Is I was going to start this with, I am a fan of the podcast. You know that clearly. However, the blessing, right. the blessing is that I haven't gotten to listen. So I have no clue if this is what this list is going to be that you got, I have no clue, you know, where, where anything is going. I have no sense, no gauge of it because although you are my guy and I support everything you do, I actually haven't been able to catch up on the On Deck TV podcast. And I specifically did that to avoid, you know, to create the element of surprise here. You know, I I want to create the element of surprise because I know you and I differ on a lot of on a lot of things we we agree on a lot but we differ on a lot so i got some stuff i know up my sleeve that are gonna shock you that actually shocked myself when i was going over my notes and tinkering my list as i as i do relentlessly um i know i have some stuff in here that's going to shock you but i i'm i'm expecting i'm expecting some big things from you i want to start with okay. i want to start with the top five See verses this one I had a lot of trouble with. This was probably the hardest list for me to come up with just because like what quantifies a verse because you know, there's, there are those songs that, you know, it's just no hook and it's just rapping like, like an excellent song that I wanted to put on here, but it wasn't really a verses. Is, is my UK guy, Dave, shout out to Dave. He is, uh he is an incredible rapper and he dropped a song on my 24th birthday and it was just like three minutes three and a half minutes of just rapping and so it was like it was like great but i'm like i can't really compare that to like a a 50 second 16 like that's just kind of not fair and so you know it's just and some Mm -hmm. songs are broken up where there's not even there's not even a, a, a hook there's just a quick bridge and then back to more rapping or a rap and then a hook and it all flows together so it's it it was very challenging to make this list because i wanted to kind of balance it out and this is kind of to give you the mind state of where i was at with it was that i wanted to value time and efficiency with these verses as well because there's awesome verses where if you wrap your ass off for four minutes you better have a minute of quotables like you better but in reality if you have 50 seconds and 35 of it as quotables you know then Know, that kind of that kind of weighs weighs more in my book. So, I want to I want to start it off with with your thoughts before I get to mine. You got any honorable mentions you want to get to, or you want to just get right to your top
1: five? I narrowed it down pretty good. Um, honorable mentions maybe on some of the songs. Spoiler alert that I did have uh, the Rick Ross verse on God deed and the Lil Wayne verse. I think both were exceptional. But did not make my list, but they are honorable mentions for me for this year. The J. Cole verse on um, Johnny P's Caddy, definitely deserved mention. And the rest, I feel strongly about my five. It's interesting though, the difference in generations. I always pointed out when I come on here that you were talking about the shorter verses and you're getting to 35 seconds, and I think that my generation is just so used to a standard 16 quotables within that 16 and try to judge it based off that so a lot of the shorter stuff i find doesn't hit with my generation when i'm asking them about music or things like that so it's interesting that you say that you would rather have a shorter more potent verse versus a traditional verse that's interesting
0: yeah i think I think, you know, it just goes in line with everything. My generation, you know, my generation is also the one that changed songs from five minutes to two minutes and 10 seconds. So, you know, there, there has always been that, you know, that quick consumption, uh, you know, fast food, if, if you will, but, and and I do have some longer verses on here. I do, I do have some that are not, that are not sixteens. I just felt like in fairness to them in fairness to them, like if I really break them down bar for bar, like there are going to be songs in here that we'll mention that I know will be on your list that might not be on my list, or maybe they're on my list and they're not on your list where they're great verses, but you're waiting for that. Like you're waiting for that, like 10 second part of the verse, or you're waiting for Like that's your Mm -hmm. favorite part. That's the Mm -hmm. part that when you're listening to it, you're imagining like showing other people, you know, you're imagining like watching other people freak out to this this rhyme scheme the way you did or this bar the way you did and so that's kind of how i picture it often too and at the end of the day a shorter verse if it has just as many of those or around the same percentage then you know then i think i have to i have to value it i have to value it slightly more (laughs) although there are some amazing like i said the 24 24th birthday with dave that's three and a half minutes i'm glued in all the way love that song i just feel like that's unfair to measure it as a verse I almost wanted to change this mm. to top five rap performances of the of the year you know just to kind
1: of like pull, pull a Grammy's move
0: yeah 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 and then and that's exactly why I didn't because I felt like it was two Grammys it was two Grammys and you know that's not <laughs> what I'm about here on this podcast and you know that so <laughs> um no. great honorable mentions it would have surprised me
1: actually
0: great honorable mentions you have by the way uh, I'll give some of mine. So I have my laptop here. Let me pull it a little bit closer. You know, I'm getting, I'm getting a little older. My birthday is last <clears> week. I'm starting to, starting to need some glasses or something.
1: You need the glasses. Now you gotta eat the reading glasses.
0: Yeah. Hey man, I'm it's almost hilarious. there. So before I say the one that's going to shock you, um, crack sandwich, the last verse of JID's, uh, of JID's song, incredible. Um, JID had another one on here. The last verse of radar, uh, which is the second track on the album. Uh, I wanted to I wanted to also shout out J. Cole's impersonation of the UK on London. I thought that was actually a very, very well done verse. Um, I thought he killed that. And then one that I thought for sure was gonna be on my list is Churchill Downs Drake's verse. Cause I loved that verse. Drake absolutely snapped on that. And I even just even just the more like flavor that he put into it with the with the spitting on the camera and all that. I spin your face is uh, the Like that's something that Drake, Drake doesn't do stuff animated stuff like that. When he raps, he just kind of sits back and he's the coolest guy when he's rapping. Shout out to Beth. Beth Beth is looking at me all confused, but, um, (laughs) but a few good things by Black Thought. Also, I wanted to mention that as well. Uh, Black Thought's verse, which is a feature on Saba's album. That was great. And the last one that is an honorable mention that did not make my top five Spike Lou. Jay-Z's God did. It was right there at number six, right there.
1: You must have some amazing verses, man.
0: Listen, you gotta have some amazing verses. We had this discussion before and I even came around on it and I thought for sure I was going to land on this being my best verse. And then I kept going back through the verses and I, I actually made a playlist and I kept listening to them. It was like 25 songs and I was just listening to each verse over and over again and trying to figure out which ones. And with the Jay-Z one, that's what I spoke about earlier. There's like five or ten moments in there that are great, that I love, that like I'm waiting for. But then there's like the 30 seconds in between. I'm waiting for that moment to happen. And not to say that those are filler or those are weak. It's an excellent verse. And I have no problem with it being anybody's top five verse or even top verse of the year. I think it's definitely in that caliber. It It just missed it because when I listen back to it, I love it, but I spend, I find myself waiting for certain moments rather than just loving the whole entire thing, if that makes, if that makes sense. And that's why I just missed my list.
1: Interesting. Um, I can't wait to see what your other five verses are, if that Jay-Z verse didn't make it. All right
0: how you want to do this? you want to go one for one or you want to, or you want
1: to just, you want to just list my, my five and your five. It's your, this your stage, baby show platform. I love to, to follow your lead. I'm dancing with you on the dance. All day. right. All so right. Let's you just, let's just, our,
0: let's just do our Let's just do our top five. So I'll go, I'll go with okay. my, and my
1: art ranked. What's that? I don't have like a one through five. These are just my five favorite of the That's year. Like I don't have, fair. this um, is my favorite verse. I'm
0: a psychopath and I spent weeks tinkering these lessons number and number three could have easily been number seven and number seven was number one at one point and number, I mean, I had Churchill downs at 12 right now. And that was, and that was probably a a top three verse for me at one point. So I, I tried to, I tried to number it, but ultimately you're going to be splitting hairs with these. So my top five are as follows. I have miss mural off the Lupe album, the second verse. I thought that was fantastic. That's another long one, but very good. I th- I thought it held my attention the whole way. Just so you remember, the first verse off Pusha T's song. Love that verse. That verse, the way he gets into it, the all the bars, the millionaires were made out of middlemen, and then the way he just grinds his teeth when he's, when he, just so you remember who you're dealing with. Like, he killed mm-hmm. that verse. Um, uh, That was just awesome. Stars, Yasin Bey off the JID album. My boy Most Dev just came through and absolutely smacked on that beat. That was that was a crazy, crazy verse. Absolutely loved it. I couldn't even begin to quote it. I I've, I've listened to it a hundred times, but you still can't even comprehend everything he's saying in it. And it's it's just it's smooth. It's a great boom bap, beep, and he uh boom bat beat, and he absolutely wrote it. And then my number two. And this was often number one but ended up ended up being number two is kendrick's last verse in mother i sober i just felt like the way he built Ooh. up that whole song and got to that last verse where he tied everything in not just the whole album but like everything everything from that song to just his whole entire i mean literally summed up generations of trauma all into one verse the way he built it got more animated uh, just the just the perspective that he had, like like was just incredible. I mean, this is the this is the reason why Kendrick is able to be so successful commercially as a very introspective rapper. Is because he he thinks about these things the way other people don't. A lot of people, a lot of rappers would have just stated all of these sad and unfortunate things that happened to them, and well, that that can relate to a lot of people or people can appreciate that nobody has the nuanced thoughts like kendrick the way he's able to really dive into it's because my mother w- accused me of this because she went through this that i'm now dealing with these problems that i have here just the ultimate self-awareness and introspection i thought was just masterfully done and, and kendrick is one of the best storytellers of all time in rap so if you if you allow kendrick to tell a story i mean it's just it's just it's gonna be a great song so that was my number two uh and it went back and forth with my number one but ultimately i landed on my number one being j cole's feature on johnny p's caddy again just every single line is quotable the way he starts it you know with the thunder was <laughs> the thunder was pouring the or the rain was pouring the thunder was storming a legend was born like it just it, it made it sound so mythical like j cole like built himself up to be a god and kendrick often plays into that god complex j cole doesn't too much but on that verse he just he did it and he smoked it he had my favorite bars of the year and talking about really no mcs equal uh relating to einstein dude he had just every single verse this man said he's gonna go to hell if jesus asks for a feature You talking about body and jesus (laughs) come on man that's crazy
1: that johnny p's caddy was insane nuts um you know big uh, my guy big jeff who out from fourth sports press shout out to those guys he actually thinks that benny had a better verse he says j cole starts rapping about thunder and lightning and bears and it gets the people going but that's incorrect i agree with you that was j cole's performance on that it was insane and i do one of the reasons that i like that verse so much is because of what you said it was one of the few moments that he like leaned into it he leaned into like i am here to a completely like obliterate you benny sorry this is your track i apologize you finna get on here and wrap your little drug raps but hey this is this precedes that and like he just owned that track. i still go back and listen to it however it did make my top five i was look before i go into my list though i do want to know because it'll lead to my list what do you look for in a top five is it something that you can relate to as far as the verse is it just oh i was so impressed by the rapping formatting and skills or is it how many times you were like oh shit!" from the metaphors what is it specifically for you that makes like a hell of a verse i know you went a little bit into it at the beginning but what made you like pick these five what were some of the things
0: you know i'm looking at my list now and i can honestly say that it sounds like a cop-out answer but it really is a culmination of everything just like it's the it's the argument i have all the time when i'm talking you know the top five nba players of all time you know it's like, okay, well, if I'm going just off points, Kareem's number one, but no championships. Okay, so Bill Russell's one. Like you you have to you have to weigh all of these factors, and there's really no um set like equation to it. You know, there's no set equation to it where it's like, okay, I can break it down to where this this means this much, this means that much, this means more than that. You know, there's a lot of things that tie into it. Like you said, relatability. Um, Just technical, technical ability. I've watched, uh, I'm blanking on his, I'm blanking on his page. I want to give him, I want to give him credit. Uh, I believe it's, I believe it's Rhyme Fest or something along those lines. I know Rhyme Fest was a, was a festival at one point, maybe still is, but it's, it's a, it's an Instagram page and he, he does the breakdowns of like the genius breakdowns where, where it deconstructs and it shows all the syllables and how the, each one rhymes and, He does it very, very well. So I want to rhyme central, I believe is what is, what it is. Um, so shout out to that page. So like, there's that part of it that I appreciate the technical part of it. There's the part of it that when I'm listening to it, do I just want to show somebody do like, does this just get me passionate enough to be like, look, I don't care if you even like rap. Like I gotta show you this because this is cool because of, because of this, either because of this awesome, clever bar that I love or because it was just so relatable or wow because it was so in Kendrick's uh in Kendrick's you know situation deep and introspective uh, and thought-provoking like what is it that really that really grabs me and makes me want to just show everybody this verse or this moment or this song uh, so that's kind of what narrowed it down for me it was it was really just a culmination of a whole bunch of things and then then I had to sit there and relate off feeling and because it's not a scientific equation like i said i told you this list jumbled around a lot and there was a lot of songs that were in the top five that weren't in the top five that could be in the top five by the time this is uploaded like i i tried to really i feel i feel pretty solid with with my five but i tried to i tried to balance everything because ultimately at the end of the day music is always going to be tied so much to emotion it's so subjective so like you know there's days when i Throw on my hoodie. Like when it gets cold out here in Michigan, Spike, I'm throwing. Siri, Siri, <laughs> bugging. Siri me. didn't understand it. Siri didn't understand yeah. it. Let me break this down for you, Siri. <laughs> she didn't understand. So when it's cold outside, throw on Tupac, throw on Davies, throw on that, throw on some New York hip hop, just throw my hood up, you know, and just walk. But you know, when it's the summertime, give me something to vibe to, give me something I can, you know, I can imagine playing around, around some, around some good company, some beautiful company. You know, some smooth, some player, yeah. I like that. So, you know, it all depends. Music is is so subjective. I, I, I that's my best
1: way of answering that question. <laughs> it makes sense. I understand what you're saying. Like fitting things and fitting times. For me, mostly it's relatability. I, I sometimes find that some of the verses that I find are just like amazing. And then I go to share them with somebody, like you said, and they're like, oh, okay. Cause most of the time it's not like technical rap based. Did you hear this bar for me? I know when I'm determining the verses, like it's like, what can can I relate to? How real does this sound from this artist? Is this what I expect? Things of that nature. And with that being said, without further delay, here's my top five. I had, Jay-Z's God did, as we talked about. For me, that one, what sticks out to me the most there is being able to say stuff that other rappers just can't say. And when you say, Hey, how many billionaires come off my tree and you can name Kanye and you can name Rihanna, no one else can say that. That goes a long way for me. Yeah. As far as just being able to just to flex in that manner. I love, Duke the flex bra- like, like how braggadocious that it is. Yeah. Like no one can do that. That's what I love about the verse. Like only Jay can give you that verse. No one else can think of the stuff that way or even frame it that way because they don't have the moxie that he has. They don't have the credibility that he has. They haven't accomplished half the things that he has. So that goes a long way in that being the verse for me when he's just reeling off the accomplishments and just talking about the status that he has. That still does it for me when we're talking about JC. Next was GZ, the realist on the ESTG feature from ESTG's album. This verse, um, I thought Jeezy took it back. There was a long time that Jeezy was out here and it felt like that he was just going through the motions. I felt like he heard some of the rumblings on this verse and wanted to remind people, hey, it's snowman, I can still do this. I mentioned what... Great verses where to me a lot of it is relatability. This verse reminded me of that TM 101 gz it reminded yes, it me of when it still sounded gritty and he was still the snowman and the ad libs were still popping and he was Donald Trump in a you white tee and white ones. Yeah, this verse brought all yeah. of that back exactly. Yeah, I know. So that's why I like the Willis verse. Another slept on verse. Um, I love the slow, soul down, soul samples. And I think one of the best people at rapping over them, we don't get to hear a lot from him. We didn't get to hear a lot this year. We got an EP with Saha. Saha had the EP that came out. Um, Tears was a yes. song on there. Tears man, is with with incredible, Jacques. man. Thank you for bringing oh that up. That is Listen, an awesome man. song. Absolutely. And that's, one of, that's Saha's. Bag yeah. ripped it exactly second verse especially I loved it he just goes through everything on there from a side high perspective it reminds me of the closer song from no dope on Sundays thing I love about side high even though in my opinion he's like a rapidity rap guy he still adds the soul and the flavor and you can still feel Where he come from, even though it's high level rap, it's still relatable enough for the people who are like doing street stuff like the no dope on Sundays, the whole thing, even though he's like a bar for bar rapper, he can still relate with those guys and that's great to me that's why I love tears this one i know is going to completely take you off uh you probably i don't even know if you've heard of this guy but you're well Let's versed see. in rap so yeah i mean i know you've heard of him but you probably did not expect it to land on anyone's top five verses list of the year the album actually just came out i've had this song on repeat for about two days um and it's sauce walker and the song is called peace trees amazing if you haven't heard this last project that he put out are you familiar with sauce yet. okay sauce walker is from houston a pretty radical character i know, I know picks sauce great walker. beats though you I know, know sauce who he is walker, okay. yeah
0: but i just haven't but but for the listeners go ahead and go Got ahead and you. divulge and give some background
1: yeah he's a, he's he's a houston rapper he's outspoken to say the least <laughs> has a great uh, background i love the beats that he picks if you can ignore the internet persona and some of the IG stuff that you see he actually has a great message in most of his music Uh, it's about you know accomplishing goals and just being a stand up person a lot of mess in it as well like I said if you're looking at the IG and the social media stuff but the music is actually has meaning and the song is called again peace treaty sauce Walker it's ghetto gospel three is the album that is on it just dropped I think last week or the week before so it's fairly new but I've been listening to this song a lot lately and last for me I had to have a push with T verse just like you and mine was open air oh my God just him going like just I just the performance throughout the year not even just this verse but the album I was blessed enough to be able to go to the performance when he was. I, I seen him on tour, doing um, what's the name of the album? Almost Dry. Yeah. And man, he he is the personification of what a professional rapper is. I know you said you haven't gotten to listen to On Deck in a while, but I talked about this a little bit after I went to a show. But it was so, as an older hip hop fan, it was so professional, so well done. Like, there was no extra talk between the sets. He wasn't there to get to know you and play around. Like, he came out, as soon as he hit the stage, boom, a hit, going back to back, giving you the album, exactly what he came for, did a curtain call, came back out, goes over the hits again, and he's out. Like, it was so professional, so well done. There was not a lot of fat to trim. He wasn't, like, carrying on and just going back and forth with the crowd. He knew what you came for, and I appreciated that. Like I said, as an older hip-hop fan, show started on time, ended on time. It was great. Uh, So that may have swayed my opinion a little (laughs) bit with this album throughout the year, but Pusha T's performance on this verse in that concert on that album, MVP for me
0: yeah man i'm glad you i'm glad you brought that up about pusher because that does not surprise me at all i've not gotten the luxury of seeing him yet in person but mm-hmm. he is one of those artists. That everything he does even the way he raps precision Just so professional, always, always precision yes. always precision always professional it was so
1: it was so amazing like to that point of precision and professional what he did like throughout the concert, he didn't talk, he wasn't doing the back and forth. And when it ended the first time, and I went over this on the show, you may have missed it. He just like, dropped the mic. All right, Atlanta, I'm out. And you're like, well, damn, that was abrupt. That was quick. DJ says, oh, I hope you didn't think that he was done. After it's the almost dry set, comes back out and gives you all the features, all the smashes, all the um, say hello to the asshole, like all of those. Oh my god, and then all right, for real, this time Atlanta, I'm out, thank you, appreciate it. Leaves three minutes go by, people almost start to walk out. DJ comes back, oh, I hope you didn't think it was good. Then he goes into the other bag of older hits, the clips, the grinding, like the uh, the beautiful, dark, twisted fantasy or whatever oh that kanye God. presents when he had that posse album and all of those he comes and he does all oh. of those and he leaves again dude it was the way that you would want to see a concert done and him perform but it was great dude, so yeah hold on a long way that that blows my mind because now i'm thinking of all of the
0: opportunities he has like sure. he can jump yes. into so many he did it three times off those features and everything that he's done like like we often talk about the versus thing, it's like Pusha's yep. slept on because like okay everybody knows he's a great rapper and like oh you pair him against like Freddie mm-hmm. Gibbs because Freddie Gibbs is also a great a great rapper in the same in the same ilk but like Pusha T also like commercially has a lot of joints that he was on through that good music run I got hits with your favorite artist, yeah dude like wow yeah his. His it was amazing. Really, man. really like he could put together a monster set. That is, that is really, I'm glad, and, I'm glad. And he brought that. And his
1: approach to it, his approach to it was just like, just in case you didn't understand how fucking good I am, here's the case. I ain't gonna do no extra. I'm not hyping it up, any of that. Just here's the music and I'm gonna body it. And it Damn. was fucking amazing. That's and then awesome. when he finally ended it bowed out curtains drop now. What do you think about that? It was great, bro. It was great.
0: That's awesome, man. That's awesome. That makes me even more happy. I have I have it's almost dry where I have it and I have a Pusha T verse in my verse yes. of the year. Uh let's jump to that. Let's do great year by him. Yeah, let's do let's do top 10 albums of the year. Um this is something we'll get to top 5 rappers after and there will be a little bit of uh a little bit of a distinction there but You know, this is the thing that everybody wants. Everybody wants a list of the albums. Everybody wants to break down every single album. And I, and I made like several lists. Like I said, I was going, I was going nuts with this because I wanted to get it right. So I did a, I did a top 10, uh, out rap albums list. I did a, um, I actually numbered it all the way to like 57 or something like that. And then I was like, okay, the rest of these that I listened to don't really matter um, as far as like, as far as like where I have them on the list, cause they'll change like 70 spots and in, in, in the matter of two days, cause listen to a hundred plus projects is a lot, but, yeah. um, uh, but I broke it into music. that. Then I broke it into my non-rap albums and then I broke it into my EPs where also shot. Uh, I'm glad you mentioned uh high because that E got EP was very high on my EP list of the, of the year EP slash, uh, deluxe is too. I threw those in there, but Top 10 rap albums of the year,
1: Spike. Kick it off for me. What do you got? Top 10 rap albums of the year. How many you want me to read into? And please go, forgive me. That's five why I've been looking five. down for let's, the people that are looking. Okay.
0: We'll go 5-5. Five, five. And if you have any looking, honorable been, mentions,
1: you can start there. Okay. this I've been getting my last five together because my mistake in thinking it was just five. It was 10. So, one, it's going to be a different list from the on deck list. Cause Hey, things change on a day-to-day basis. Like we and to the last part of this, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm still getting together. Cause I only did five at first, but I'm pretty secure in the ones that I have. And they will be similar. I know the top five, especially, but 10 for me is Nas the King disease three really enjoyed the album. It did not make my list on on deck, but I've gone back and listened to it. I really enjoy, I talk about this all the time. I appreciate being the age that I am, that we have a contemporary hip hop facet now when you're talking Jay you're talking even Ross cheesy the projects now that cater to older people Nas has really taken that and gone running full speed ahead he's damn near giving us more work within these last pause within these last two to three years and he has over the, a 10 year stretch when he just wasn't really motivated I'm so thankful yeah. that he met hit boy and that they've been able to put these King disease projects out so King's disease three was 10 for me a next one wasn't on my on deck list either, but someone reminded me when I was reading the other list, and I remembered how much that I enjoyed this project, and that was that little Dirk seven two two zero. I'm not a big Dirk fan. I appreciate the rise that he's had this year. Not my bag per se. Spending the ops and the 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 yeah. uh switches and extendos Young and whatnot, shit. but I did appreciate, yeah, I appreciate how personal he was on his album. Didn't yeah. expect it. I really enjoyed this album. I think that Dirk has taken a huge leap uh from where he started to where he is now and being the next or one of the next superstars in hip hop. Uh, Next for me, Larry June, Spaceships on the Blade. Larry June is slowly creeping into my favorite artist category. He's definitely in the top five for me. I appreciate every project that he comes with. I like the healthy lifestyle that he promotes. His merch game is fire with the healthy life living stuff. A, I, I, I like the zen mode that he's in. Never hear about spinning the block or ops or switches or anything of that in his music. It's just smoking good weed, good weather, and smoothies. I enjoy that. I can, I'm i here for that. Uh, the next one, and you'll have to help me with this because I didn't have it pulled up. So it's the Boldy James Project.
0: Oh, yes. Uh, what um, is
1: the name of it?
0: The one with Nicholas Craven?
1: That's it. Nicholas Craven and Bodie, James Fair yeah. exchange, no robbery. I had to put it up there. Yeah, Bo- Bodie's yep. another one of those guys for me. Yep, that's another one of those guys for me. He makes my list as one of my favorite artists. I appreciate everything he comes out with. Going back to the price of tea in China is when I yeah. first discovered Boldy's him incredible. and was put onto him. Oh, i love him man he leads the pack for me i'm a really big fan of detroit music you know this i'm yeah. always the, hitting your messages about the detroit scene a lot of that stuff is in my favorites for the year uh but definitely that boldy james fair exchange project and another one that's grown on me and i had to throw it in there because i just really enjoyed it i like the, just the material overall it seems like these guys had a great freaking time doing this album and that was drake and 21 savage um her loss that's the name of it right yep that was great man i appreciated the biggest artist in the game going in and being able to have fun you could tell that he enjoyed this with um 21 Savage he enjoyed just everything that came with it the promo run it was cool it's cool to see the guy that's at the head of the game still doing stuff that he can enjoy the other disco dance album wasn't for me I get it it's a money play cool however being able to bounce back from the criticism of that and still being able to do something that wasn't so serious it didn't have to be the Blueprint or Illmatic, it didn't have to be anything like that. It's just another dope project that i done with the rapper that I enjoy doing music with. Here, I'm the top dog in the game, like it or not. I like that. I like that attitude. I like that Drake can, excuse me, put his dick on the table, for lack of a better word, and say, hey, you guys don't have to enjoy what I do. You don't have to think it's a good idea. I'm going to do what I want. And I'm going to cash big checks every time I do it. There's something good about that for me.
0: Yeah, there's those are my top bottom five. Yeah. And I, I respect that a lot. I'm glad you mentioned a lot of the names you mentioned, especially Boldy James. Boldy James is honestly so incredible. I mean, I actually, I actually, my boys that that work at Imperial media and they run Imperial media, they, um, they actually got to meet Boldy and talk with them and whatever, when they were, when they were shooting his concert, when he came here a couple months ago and they're just like, dude, he's like, he's just one of those guys like flat out he's just one of those yeah, guys man. cool calm always collected but you know when it's time to work he's gonna he's gonna approach there's a lot of rappers that i think do not want smoke with boldy james as far and his pen like what he can do is incredible um, so i'm glad i'm glad you brought him up because that was a that was a project that i really liked but was didn't end up cracking my top 10 ultimately um
1: I'm glad Here, you mentioned here's why i get two. to hear about new music yeah because you listen to a lot more than i do you have a lot more you love it way you, you you love the game you're like mitch i mean in paid in full look, man you like the you love the game so i love i can pick up on new albums and projects from your list i know that some stuff i appreciate
0: I, I appreciate that but let me shoot let me shoot you some bail and just be like you know it's also because you know i'm young like i know I know. Looking forward, my <laughs> my love of music is comes from my dad, hundred percent. My mom doesn't listen to any any music really. The only thing she listens to is Michael yeah. McDonald cover uh, cover Marvin Gaye, which hey. is a, a crime in and of itself. I love. Oh Michael my McDonald's. god! What I love Michael McDonald. <laughs> don't get me wrong, but I you just there's. There's some goats you yeah, just you can't don't touch. Marvin Gaye, There's some goats you don't yeah, touch. You leave that's that's my point. It's it's not a disrespect to Michael McDonald. It's more so just like you know Marvin Gaye. Don't don't try. Me, you got
1: you got to get Mom Duke some Marvin Gaye vinyls uh, or something. Oh, my dad's you got a, my dad's Marvin got Gaye. them
0: all, but my mom won't touch them. My mom won't. She, she won't, don't them. she
1: don't dislike it. She likes
0: it when it comes on, yes. but. You know, she don't, she literally just doesn't listen to music. Like she's one of those people. She don't, she don't really listen to music, but when she did, I remember she used to love Michael McDonald as a kid and she used to love, um, she used to love, what else does she love? She loves earth, wind and fire a lot. My, mean, Michael McDonald has, fire. um, oh, okay.
1: That's but, okay. Yeah. you right in there. But she, that's the, uh, the regulator's remix, right? Yeah. You can't forget you're not in love anymore. Yeah. yeah okay.
0: Yeah, I grew up I like to that. I grew up to, I, I listened to Michael McDonald singing Ain't No Mountain High Enough so many times to the point where I, oh, I, I, my don't, God. Even that. I don't even think remember that Marvin Gaye did it, and that's what I hate about it. I hate, I hate that about it, it's yes. fire. It's fire. You got to rebuke that out of yeah. your system. Marvin Gaye and Ta- Tammy killed that. But um, <laughs> off of that tangent, Yes. off of that tangent, yeah, I think it's honestly just my dad, my dad being my dad's age now, he likes what he likes, and he does to his credit like you know he'll, he'll bob his head to some kendrick or some j cole or whoever i throw on if he likes it uh, he really loves anderson pack uh but you know he's like more so just i like what i like and i think you know i think that's the thing is like it's easier when you're when you're young to be like in the game and like and like listen to everything and listen to everything that drops because you know it's just like also just time wise like you know i don't get I got, I got a lot of, I got a lot of work that I do, but outside of that, man, I got a lot of time when I'm not working and it's dedicated to music. So I'm able to just run through a lot. Uh, and my list, man, again, I was crazy with this. So I'll just give a few honorable mentions that I really liked. Uh, no Thank You by Lil Sims. She snuck this out on me at the end of the year. Another UKR I'm really a really big fan of uh, her last project. was in my top 10 last year. It was Sometimes I Might Be Introvert. I think Introvert, the intro to that, is the best rap song. It's the best rap song of last year. Might be the best rap song of this What's it really so really? far. It's called Introvert.
1: Whoa. And introvert. It is and it's-
0: incredible.
1: It is Lil incredible.
0: Um, so she so she uh and also kendrick shouted her out and stuff she she is in a lot of ways like a uk a uk kendrick and i don't like to box her in because she's awesome she's awesome like her intro to this album man she just starts albums well she starts rapping like she starts rapping and shouting out jay-z and all this. she calls herself she compares herself to jay-z i mean she's she's a she's a for real spitter so that album was great really yeah that album. before you move on
1: though i'm gonna tell you the amazing thing about this culture and how it's grown. And just the one I think that we live in a simulation (laughs) because I hadn't, I didn't even know that this this girl even rapped until I was randomly just looking up um, like her Wikipedia or something because you know, she plays in Top Boy, right?
0: That's so funny because I did the exact opposite last week. I found out
1: she's an actress. that and and that's what's so crazy about it the exact same day that i found out that she was a rapper named little sim you randomly i hadn't talked to you in two weeks or even longer than that you randomly hit me up and you're like hey check out this little sim and i look it up and it's the same girl i'm like no freaking way telling you we live in a simulation like hey, it was so random because the exact same day that i found out that she was a rapper you sent me that text this is like out of nowhere so that's why and, and again man. all of that stuff that you said like the jay-z mentioned the the female kendrick of the uk i only thought that she was some random girl from the uk that played a uh um uh, a girlfriend of the main character in Top Boy, one of my favorite series on Netflix. I had no idea, and I still haven't listened to her rap. It's been on my to-do list ever since that happened, but it's so, that kind of blew my mind. Like, I was like
0: right.
1: how
0: the hell did- is I'ma send you happen. like, I'ma send you like two or three songs and then, and then you could start there Please. and then- I'm gonna there, listen could, to that introvert. Yeah, that introvert's gonna be Tonight. the top one I send you, absolutely, that the way that song, that yeah. song is incredible. But, um, yeah. so her album, No Thank You, Lil' Sims, she stuck that out at the end of the year, was awesome. Uh, then I got Drip Season Forever by Gunna. Love that album. Um, Gunna is one of those artists that commercially, you expect different things from different artists, right? And so Gunna, I'm expecting, okay, I'm expecting some slaps. I'm expecting when I host my gatherings that I, that I often do, I'm expecting to be able to play quite a bit of your album and everybody in, everybody in the function vibe and have a good time. And that's what that album did consistently throughout the year. I mean, that was literally released in one of the first weeks of January. Outsold the weekend, which was the craziest thing to me that he, that he outsold the weekend, but man, he just, he delivered it, There were so many bangers on that, on that album. And when I was going through my top 100 of the year, I was like, wow, this song, this song, this song, like he was one of those artists that when I had to narrow down my hundred favorite songs of the year you know, he had quite a bit and his, he stacked up with, with some of the, with some of the highest albums of the year. So he had a lot of, um, but ultimately with those kind of albums, you do ultimately have filler because you can't have 18 to 20 commercial songs and all of them be entertaining. And you will listen to all of them front to back. Like you just can't do that. You listen to it, you grab your favorites, you move on. But he had a lot of favorites for me. Then 13, I had sold soul separately, Freddie Gibbs. This album was incredible. Mm. The, the, the thing I geek out most about this album, Spike, is the sequencing. Right. Like the the way he the way those beats just tied into the next, like Lobster, uh, the, the one with Rick Ross, Lobster was uh was fantastic the way it led into the next song. Like mm-hmm. everything about that album just sequenced and flowed smoothly. He had the theme. Um, I don't want to spend too much time on these, but I could I could go for on for days because I really do love all these albums. Then Number twelve, I had honor, uh, honorable mention to Welcome to Loveland, Nick Grant. Love that album. Uh, dude, it's just, it's just play a rap over over funkadelic beats, and that's like that's hundred percent my bag. It's like a, it's like a offspring of To Pimp a Butterfly in that sense of the production. But like it's all—it's ultimately just about lyricism and about you know just being a player and all the all three factors that I that I really love and enjoy. So shout out to yeah. Grant for that project. And then number eleven, the guy we were talking about with at the beginning off mic, I believe that was, and that is X Files Chris Patrick. Chris Patchy put out a phenomenal album that was very well well balanced and one that I thought was one that I thought was just absolutely incredible front to back, had the had the hits, had the rapping ability, this the storytelling, all of that. And then just and then conceptually the intro and the outro, the way they tie in together. Really well done. So my my 10 melt my eyes, Denzel Curry again just one of the best rap performances mm. i i think all year uh dude was awesome uh, the beats were eclectic everything everything was just high level when it came to that album and there was nothing that i can just pick out as dislike there's a, there's only likes when i listen to that album number nine i had herbert Absol. again love this album it was mm. it was very long but i never felt sick of it and that was the one thing i kept going back to when i kept listening to this album is 18 songs from a lyrical rapper uh you're trying my patience absol but he stepped away from the he stepped away from the rapidy rap and he always is going to rap at a high level but this was focused on making songs and i just saw today that it actually did not chart in it's in its first week which was disappointing because absol is even even before this has always charted so i was very disappointed that he didn't chart uh, cuz i th- i think this is his best body of work quite quite simply put he again he substituted rapidity rap rap and all the theories and conspiracy stuff that he was getting in- into on do with thou will which is a project i personally like but i also don't like that i'm bash over the head with 97 crazy conspiracies and then this one you know, he's it's more personal. He gets into everything that he's been through and, and who he is as a person. And it just it's an essential album to him and I and I felt that way. And the production was good. The beats were wonky, but they were interesting, uh, and I enjoyed them a lot. Number eight, got my guy, and I think I think you're expecting this to be higher, but number eight, I got my guy West Side Blue more yeah. black superheroes. West Side Honorable mention for me most definitely. I love I love that album, man. You know, listen all the toxic, all the heartbreak stuff. You know, I'm all for it. Nobody does it better than Westside Boogie. Nobody has those those better rhymes that just that just hit home when it comes to when it comes to a girl. Number seven, I have Kings Disease Three by Nas. Excellent album, masterful album. There's just nothing to complain about. The dude is just front to back, absolutely rapping his ass off. Um, the beats are awesome. Him and Hip Boy again, just like what you said earlier, we gotta just thank this pairing. Thank the thank the simulation. Thank the hip hop gods, whoever you want to thank for just throwing Hip Boy and Nas together and then being like, let's do four projects. No, let's maybe do even more than that. Um, it's just incredible. And I thought this was a uh, this was again how we talked about with J. Cole with that moment of on the feature of this is my legacy. This was a legacy album from Nas, and that is saying something considering the legacy that he already has. This is the album where he's like, no, he had the record like first time, which I thought was awesome. Where you know he's just like, hey, I'm good. This might be your first time hearing me. Let me show you how dope I am. Let me tie this into 2009 when I heard Kendrick for the first time. Remember this generation? I'm speaking mm. to the youth now. You're your goat. Your goat. Your goat. Yeah, I remember being wowed by him, too. And now you're going to be wowed by me. And I'm going to have 60-year-old fans. I'm going to have 18-year-old fans. That's how he ends it. And I just thought that was uh, that was an incredible hip-hop moment, a, a legacy moment from a legacy act. And then you have, again, just great songs like Recession Proof where he's just rapping his ass off. "Ghetto reporter. The intro is awesome. And to have no features and just carry it the way he did was it was absolutely incredible i can't say enough about it then my last uh my last one before we get we take a break and i toss it to you for your top five number six i got i never liked you future just again everything i said about everything i said about gunner's album just souped up on steroids man this is commercial this is (laughs) almost peak commercial rap like this is just the from the intro 712 was just an absolute banger you got you got the songs with um you got the songs with with Kanye that was fire you got the song with with Drake is one of my top five songs of the year and wait for you I just thought that's a massively done song um and then you you just you got everything puffing on Zooties like everything you got you got all types of future that you wanted on this album and this was just a, a future felt like he was at just a he was operating at a higher frequency a higher energy like this just this felt like not just an album. Like he had some albums before this where I was like, okay, I'll I i I'll always like it. Cause I love future, but this just feels like 12 songs or 15, 14 songs or whatever. This felt like, no, nah, this is a, this is an album of work and this is going to be high in my future discography ranking. I think this album is incredible.
1: That's very, I didn't expect future on your list. But I always forget your generation, how much respect you guys yeah, show. Yeah, we love Future, man. And I, yeah, I love Future. I always forget that. When I'm talking to people that are younger than me, you guys freaking love him. And I will yeah. knock it. It's just not for me. Like, I, he's the best person at doing what he does. I just don't enjoy what he does. That's fair. He's the best person that does. It. That's <laughs> fair. We all got those. We all That's, got those. Yeah. That's a solid list, man all right so we're doing my top five now yep go ahead and do your top five all right so number five for me was probably the album that surprised me the most this year and the one that i can say probably even though it's not number one for me i enjoyed it the most i enjoyed the freshness of it i enjoyed the different take i don't listen to a lot of themed albums and I'm not even sure how I came across this other than my love for Detroit music, uh, but it was T Grizzly's chapters from the trenches. And I'm not sure if you have even tapped into this, but the whole is like nine tracks and every one is a story. Like some of them are two tracks, like two parts of a story, but each one of them, I reminds me of the little boy fresh from Joel Santana. They're stories like that, like just things that happen every day around the way, uh, and it was great it was a fresh take it was like when the dunk contest when blake griffin jumped over the car we've seen every dunk and it started to get stale and boring oh they roll a kia out here he's gonna jump over a kia yeah that's great it was gimmicky because each one of them was stories but i really really enjoyed it and it also came with visuals for each one of the songs, I haven't checked the visuals out yet, man, but I really enjoy T. Grizzly just taking another approach. He didn't have a radio single. He didn't have a, a song for the hood. He didn't have a club banger. It's just says, hey, I'm going to be Alfred Hitchcock of the ghetto, and I'm going to tell you these stories, and you're going to enjoy them. I loved it. It was a great take for me. Probably enjoyed that album the most out of the year and was most surprised by it. Okay. next for me uh another one that's probably gonna be really high i enjoyed this a lot i enjoyed his last album even though separating the person from the music because the personality i 100 percent do not enjoy uh, and that's the game uh i loved Drillmatic. that was a banging album even like i said his last album i really enjoyed that one but I didn't expect to like this Dramatic at all. It kept getting delayed. I thought it was gonna be just a lazy tape on Nas's Illmatic album, but he continues to surprise me, man. This dude just puts out good music. He picks good beats. He raps well. He keeps you entertained. He got bars. He got songs about his son. He got like everything that you're looking for. He always gives it to you, man. He's a consummate rapper. So that game dramatic was really high for me. That, these
0: that last is crazy three, to me, man. Go ahead. That is crazy. That really? Is, that is great. That is so, you don't understand the level of validation that I feel right now because I know that I have to, like, <laughs> throw uh, how good I think game is, like, in your face constantly because I feel you like do. you just don't give them enough yeah. credit. But that's I awesome. That's awesome, man. And, uh, I do not. I'll, I'll shock it, you. It's so having that. to
1: separate the music.
0: It's not on my list. Him.
1: Yeah.
0: Really? It's not in my top five. So the fact that you have a game album in your top five and I don't, is very- I really enjoyed this game album, man.
1: 2022 is a wild. It's like almost,
0: I almost hate
1: listening. Like it's this this next song can't be good. And then it's- Heart vs. Mind is crazy. I
0: thought about that for verse of the year too. I thought about that for verse of the year.
1: I got to double back and remember, but I know there's a verse on there that I absolutely love that made my top 10. I can't wait for you to share your verse of the year, 25 songs, because I want to hear those 100%. All right, my last three are like, I don't think that anybody that listens to or does the list could have a list without at least one of these in the top three. You'd be hard pressed to get me to be convinced that you don't have all three of these. Kendrick Lamar, Big Morale and, uh, excuse me, Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers, Vince Staples, Ramona Park, Broke My Heart, Pusha T, Almost Dry. My favorite three albums by far of the year uh, from a lyrical standpoint, from a, like just what the project was all about, them hitting it home, keeping to the theme, throughout it high level rapping just all of it that i was looking for that i appreciate as a hip-hop fan i really got it from all of these albums in separate ways kendrick he talked about mental health and he really took that to the next level coming from a high high ticket rapper you don't really hear that like i'm thinking about mental health and i'm going to therapy and this is what my wife thinks and i'm dealing with depression and alcoholism and i'm addicted to sex throwing that in an album and just it's it being amazing still and yeah. not feeling like you were being preached to. Shout out to that album, man. I really loved it. I appreciate it at this point in life that I am. Finn Staples, Ramona Park broke my heart, said this on the On Deck TV podcast. Uh, I love Vince Staples, man. That's one of the people that I don't have to separate the personality from the rapper yeah. because the personality I enjoy even more than the rapper. Dude. The last two albums, the Vince album and this one,
0: yeah, Incredible.
1: out of the freaking part. Oh, my God, bro. It re- This reminded me of growing up this album was so nostalgic to me i'm not from the west coast i'm from down south but it just reminded me of how me and my friends used to do go to parties go out how we would talk to each other the things that would come up just in us being out and enjoying life at a young age that's what this album says to me it was great the title the album all of it amazing last number one for me like i said push a t almost dry the concert heavily influenced the decision here ultimate consummate professional throughout the year as far as a hip-hop artist if you're looking in the dictionary you're writing it you're not adding in any extra BS about uh voting for Donald Trump and clothes and he doesn't care about anything but completely obliterating you on a track I feel like that you could put anyone in his face and he's not going to back down every track said that every song that he did at his concert said that the way that he carries himself the quotes push T is just one of those guys where it never turns off we talk about this sometimes animal brown and i would rick ross he's like he's always in character except for Pusha a t it just doesn't feel like a character It's just like I am here. God made me to be a rapper that will bite any other rapper's head off. Please test me or try me, and that's how he carries himself. He really came out and done it in twenty twenty two, and I loved it and I appreciate his album. It's almost dry the most.
0: Yeah, man, I got I got a lot to say on those a lot of those albums because those albums are in our top five. I actually believe that three of uh, yeah three of the top four is in three of my top four is in your top three so we align very much well and number five was also on your list and i got her lost drake in 21 everything you said Mm. again the balance of it like i said with future this is this is the same thing this is just peak commercial greatness you know every the way they the way that they approached the album was phenomenal the way drake is like i will take the lead you follow because 21 has always been a great feature artist and he has great individual songs i'm not saying that he can't carry a song himself but his best he is at his best when the stage is set for him to kill that is what he does and he is one of those artists two chains is another one that's just absolutely you you put the you you give him the spotlight and it's game over and 21 is great at that and he did that very well in this album and drake being drake and taking the lead again just being the songwriter that he is I know there's always going to be reference to the to the ghostwriting and all of that but ultimately at the end of the day this dude does have one of the best pens in hip-hop history because he chart he's made so many songs that chart it's ridiculous when you look at his RIA certifications it's just it, it's laughable when you compare it to anybody else when you look at Drake's page like an uh, uh, artist like Big Sean has like four or five six seven pages and you're like damn okay big sean drake has like 92 pages Uh, like uh damn near every song he drops is almost gold uh, if not platinum it's and it's incredible what this guy does commercially and so you give him you give him a great feature artist like 21 who he has great chemistry with who and they built and tailored the album the right way they leaned into they leaned into the trap sound but they also they also were able to use that massive drake budget and bring in all these crazy samples uh the sample and spin about you is just perfect uh this whole album is just masterful masterfully done uh never gets boring never gets dull love that drake gave 21 savage the timestamp record because everybody loves the drake timestamp records but the fact that he put it to 21, I thought was masterfully done as well. So everything about nice this twist. album, just, just, just great. I thought it, I thought it flowed nice. And again, you, like you said, the interviews and uh, the the clear chemistry that they have is just, is just bar, bar none because Drake don't do rollouts with anybody. I mean, Drake don't even really sometimes do rollouts himself. His rollouts are just, I'm here, I'm coming. But the, for him to do the parody Boom. of all the traditional rapper rollouts and do it with Twenty One was just—it was—you could tell, man. They were—they like you said—they had a lot of fun making this album. So I think it's man. an awesome album. And again, whenever I have any type of gathering, I mean, easily you're playing four or five joints off that, no matter what. Number four, I got Ramona Park broke my heart for everything you outlined. Fantastic album, absolutely incredible, front to back. Uh, there's just no skips. DJ Quick, awesome song. When Sparks Fly, one of the greatest storytelling songs of the year. Uh, I thought that was just massively done to use the whole so- love song, but make the make the love about gun. Like that metaphor was great, and a lot of rappers do that. Eight out of ten rappers do that corny. One out of ten do it passable, and then one out of ten do it great, like Vince Staples did. And I thought that's just one of the songs when I'm showing people that really understand hip hop, when I'm showing them how great Vince Staples is, I'm showing them that song. Maybe not first, but that's on the queue of songs to show because that just highlights how great he is. And then you have magic, which again when I'm at my functions, magic is played every single time. I know the people that I know the people that I entertain. They know that song word for word. And that's strictly off of me they don't know who vince staples is but they know that song word for word because the first time i heard it i'm like i'm listening to my boy i'm listening to it with my boy josh and i'm like man is that Tyga? like vince staples was kind of singing like right Tyga it on was it. one of those but it was because he don't something. usually give you one of those and that's like a hit yeah, yeah and that's an absolute hit lemonade with ty dollar sign another hit but again he had the great rapping songs too like dj quick uh the fact that he put Lil Baby on, like, a totally different beat than I'm used to hearing Lil Baby. Lil Baby wasn't even ready for that beat. You could tell he was, like, he would rap fast, and then right. kind of slow be down. He'd be, like, he'd be like, whoa, 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 whoa. I got to chill more. I got to relax. I got to find the beat. This is West Coast. This is it. You know, I got to I gotta lean back nice. a little bit. So
1: It's funny that you say that, because that definitely jumps out on that, and I thought the same thing.
0: Yeah. Uh, it's just a it's just a great it's just a well done album man i mean i could highlight every single track i love on that album number three it's almost dry push a t everything you outlined again i want to just add the one point that i think that i think you will 100 percent agree with is that again you're going to push for raps you're going you're always going to push for raps but it was that quote that pharrell said that That Pusha T highlighted that I thought really just emphasized everything and really led to this whole album being what it is. And that's when he made Hear Me Clearly, which is a song I love. And Pharrell said, don't be a mixtape rapper. Like, you're too good for that. Mm. And so then he gives you the Call My Bluff, which I think is just like has one of the best melodies of the year. And if you would have told me Pusha T had one of the best melodies, most ear catching songs... I would have been like, what I would I just wouldn't have believed you. But that song is so damn catchy. And then again, open air, um, off the uh, uh off the top with uh off the top with Uzi and Don Tolliver, like it's just he has those records, but then he has Hear Me Clearly. He has Just So You Remember, he has the Daytona type record, uh what's that daydreaming, right? I believe it's what it's called or I, I forget the name of the title yep. right now. But the one with Kanye and then, you know, and then just oh, let, uh, let the smoker shine the coops, man. When that song comes on every time, that is just one of the most banging beats I have ever heard in my life. When I hear that beat, I just can't help but to just bob my head and go crazy. That is one of those. That is one of those beats that I wish I was in the room as they were making it. That would have been just so cool to play that first <laughs> loop. Like, oh, my God. So everything about this album, no skips, uh, no filler, everything to the point. Songs are not longer than they should be. Uh, they're all perfectly timed. And then and then to close it, dude, to close it with Malice doing what he did was incredible. And push D to even like kind of almost like cater his vocals to Malice. I don't know if you caught that, but like how he kind of like yep. Yep. Like, damn, Push, you sound a lot like Malice on this one, and that was intentionally done, and I thought it was well done because Malice just absolutely smoked that that verse at the end. When he when he just goes, you know, when he goes, I greet you with the love of God, that don't make me friends, I might whisper in his ear, bury all of them. I'm like, dude, yeah. he was faith <laughs> move, what are you up against? Dude, yeah. he just, he killed it. He so, was going crazy. Masterful yes. song. Now, this is where... Again, we talked about this before. I'm interested to hear these two. This, I know I think I know one of them. This this debate, you know two you know two of them cuz we had this discussion. It was an internal debate all year. So my number 2 and number 1. My number 2 is a Forever Story JID and my number 1 is Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers by Kendrick. And it is such an internal debate spike that I it's one of those things where I honestly don't think i'll get through life ever with a true answer on this i really don't think so it is that close to me because they both do things so well jid is just an absolute top top tier god level rapper when it when it comes to the way he can flow the way he can the way he can tell stories the rhyme schemes he could do the technical aspect of it but also not not be looking at me. I'm so technical. I'm ly- rhyming lyrical, miracle, spiritual. Like he doesn't do that. He does rapping at just some unique way that I've never heard. And then on this album, he also steps up with the song. Look at Siri's Lost Again. Siri, stay with me. Stay with me. I got you, Siri. So to have she's not rapper, buying the J-I-D. a J I D rapper of that quality. Be able to then also sing his ass off like he does on Cody Blue and on Better Days. Like, to do that. And then on top of on top of all that, also just start to really play with song structure very, very well. And again, not lean into the fact that I am such a great rapper. Because DiCaprio too, all he did was show you how great I am at rapping. And that was awesome. Like, there's a lot of songs on there that I like. But you walk away from that project be like, okay, that kid can rap. That kid can rap. Even if it's not my cup of tea, I acknowledge that that dude can rap. And he can sing a little bit because he showcased that a little bit too on DiCaprio too. But this is like, no, I'm going to structure songs. Like, I'm going to add bridges, hooks. I'm going to throw James Blake randomly, insist on them, and it just works perfectly. Like there's just everything you want from a hip-hop record like this is an honest to god this is an album that like i draw a lot of parallels to this being good kid mad city like i draw a lot of parallels to it being not that it's ever going to have that impact of good kid mad city or that's as good but it is it is that and that's what's funny is jid said when he made dicaprio 2, this isn't my good kid mad city this is the forever story this is a continuation of his album the never story And it felt like this is who JID is because I listened to the Never Story and I knew a lot about JID, but I didn't know I didn't know he was one of seven. uh, I didn't know he was one of seven uh, kids. I didn't know that I, I learned from interviews that he was a football player, but I never understood like the whole like how he transitioned from football to rap and what that what that was. And he just he did he told you everything about him like you're supposed to do on an album. He got introspective, but he did it well rapping very well, and he did it with great beats. And there's just there's just quite literally nothing to complain about when I listen to this album. So it was number one for quite a long time. And it and I will always go back and forth on whether it is number one. But I ultimately landed on number one being Mr. Morale and the Big Steppers by Kendrick. And God. I can understand that that's comes off as you know okay chris loves kendrick chris's favorite artist is kendrick like that makes sense but it really was an internal debate because ultimately i do feel like jid rapped better than kendrick on this album and i think that jid had better production on this album than kendrick did but it just goes back to my thing kendrick is in my generation, and I listened to a lot of the older stuff, but I wasn't around. I wasn't gonna and I can't I can't say I experienced it the way that the previous generations did. So I have appreciation for the way Michael Jackson makes albums, the way Prince makes albums, the way all these greats make albums. But I truly of my generation, Kendrick is the best album maker, hands down. And this was and this was a showcase of it. A double album to make it conceptual, to make it all tie in the the tap dancing, the the, the tap dancing to signify who he's talking about the bringing in this perspective and that perspective. And again, melting it all together, bringing in the therapy part of it, making it his most personal album while also talking about so many other people. Like the fact that he's able to make Mr. Morale and the big steppers think about that. He's able to make an album that the concept of the album, is this album is about me, but it's also about you. Like that's such a difficult and fine line to, to draw and he executed it well. And again, songs like We Cry Together, songs I'm not gonna listen to on my own that often, but when you listen to it the first time, wow, this is masterful. Auntie Diaries, again, all the things that Kendrick talked about on this album, but to be a rapper that big, that signature, that staple in hip hop, and to then take that stance and tell that story, that personal story that's probably not easy to tell but then also relate it and show and showcase it and stand for the lgbtq is just is is awesome like i have friends in that community and they have quite literally cried to that song even and that's what's crazy is that they're not crying because that song is uh, because that because they love that song that much they're crying because it's it's some because it's not supposed to be for them it's supposed to be for people that aren't in the lgbtq that, are, that don't understand why you know certain things are offensive and why people feel the way they feel. That, alb- that song is not meant for people that already understand and feel that. It's meant for people that don't understand that. And hip hop and just in general, a lot of people that follow Kendrick don't necessarily have that, have that uh, grasp or understanding. And so like when you bring in all those things that he does, that make this album so special to me. And that's why, again, when you look at the songs, like if you talk about efficiency, right, JD's album in terms of songs, I, I, I like to listen to more. That has more efficiency than Kendrick's album, because there are the songs that are like auntie diaries that are, that are, um, that are, uh, you know, again, just songs that have so much impact. The first time you listen to it or the first few times you listen to it, but you're not often returning to those mother. I sober another one, a great song, a great song. Now that is a song that I continuously listen to. I think it's just, I'm just blown away by how good it is, but I could, but I understand that most people with that song one, two, three times and they, and they fully get it and they fully understand it and that's it. And they can appreciate it from a distance. Again, we cry together, appreciate from a distance after listening to it. So. That's the thing that's going to be interesting to see how this Kendrick album, how I feel about it in five years is because so many things he went for are like moments. He has great songs in there like Die Hard, uh, Savior, which again is talking about just that whole God complex that Kendrick's built his career off of. And that very song, Tearing It Down, and then Mirror, like the, just the honesty of it. So there's just so many things of uh, that Kendrick did on that album that made it number one over jid but i'm just i'm not mad when anybody says i listen to the jid album and i think it's better than kendrick's i i I can't i can't really argue it i can just argue that kendrick if i'm ranking albums this is my top 10 albums list kendrick makes albums he makes them so well the way he sequences them the way we cry together leads into purple hearts this beautiful song you know the way n95 leads into worldwide steppers and then you're like what the hell where did this dark turn come from and then it comes back to the most poppy song on the album die hard but it all flows together like he just does everything and again jid did the clever like he did a lot of creativity with his album too where the there's the there's the eight eight, (coughs) which symbolize infinity so it's like broken up to essentially be like uh one half of the album and one half of the album and it creates the infinity sign which means forever, the forever story. Like, there's a lot of that. But Kendrick does that by mirror, literally mirroring, mirroring the tracklist, and this song goes with this song. This song goes with that song. Like, the dude made damn, and it could be made back, played backwards too. Like, he's just he's when it comes down to making albums, he does that very well. So it's very hard to beat him, even if you just don't like the songs or as many songs as you do on another album. It's hard to beat an artist that is that creative and that locked in to the uh, to the to the finite details
1: of making an album. Yes, everything you said about Kendrick, I didn't get the <laughs> J idea. Like I just, I don't know. I'm not a That's big crazy to me, man. Well, I do know what it is. I understand that it's he's definitely rapping at a high level for me, and this is me personally, and it's probably lazy. It's just, his music is too complex. Like I, I don't digest his music as music that I can just sit back and listen to. Like just always like, there's, a, there's a, a ad lib that has bars in it and then he comes out and he has another track over the main track and he's rapping over that one. There's just so much going on for me it takes away the enjoyment but i do understand why so many people are high on the album why so many people like this guy a lot Uh, he is a good rapper he's a good artist it just didn't work for me but everything you said about kendrick and the albums i didn't it was interesting that you brought up prince and michael jackson i thought more tupac and i guess just because it's the same genre when we're talking when you and i've had this discussion that that run from me against the world all eyes on me machiavelli that that run right there i feel like it's one of the greatest in hip-hop Absolutely. and kendrick is rivaling that heavily with you can start with section 80 and go good kid mad city and you can go um to pimple butterfly you damn and now even big morale excuse me mr morale and the big step is it's like The guy does not miss and the albums are like head and shoulders above his contemporaries and the only thing for me that that kind of takes away from it is you have to listen to them it feels like oh when i go back i can't just pick a song from to pimple butterfly i like to start from the beginning just digest the whole thing same thing with good kid mad city same thing with damn it's never it's it's hard for me to just go in and be like i want to hear this song i always find myself listening to the whole album
0: yeah i agree man i i agree and that's what it is Great list. he just makes great albums and it's hard when i'm ranking albums to compete against a guy who literally is just uh, showing us head and shoulders he is above everybody when it comes to making albums So even if the music is a little different or it may not be your cup of tea, just album structure wise, you just, you, you gotta, you gotta consider this a very, very high level. And again, I I don't think a lot of people do. I know there's a lot of people that don't return to the album and that's totally, I understand that, but like the whole replay value, you know, funny enough. I mean, the number one, 2022 hip hop album most streams on spotify is mr morale the big Stepper. so clearly somebody's lying about replay value when it comes to this album uh this album that has no replay value but to the people that do i get it i understand it but if you're just uh, you can't objectively say this album is is bad he just it's it's done it's done too well um let's jump to let's jump to our top five rappers of the year we'll get that we'll get that list going and we'll get out of here because this is this is also very hard and this is where it's going to differentiate for me because you know like for for example when you talk about before the idea of just what what are your factors and it's a lot of things it's a lot it's okay what did you put out this year um you know, how do I value your feature performances, right? Like, if you, if you, if your features are great, do I think that you deserve a higher level than this person, or what? It's it's a lot of factors that come into it, and I don't want to be long-winded with this one because I see you yawning already. Oh man, old oh, man, ready for oh man. That's ready just because I'm old. Yeah, <laughs> old oh, man, ready for bed. But there's a lot of factors that go into this. Man, is like, is like, okay, your body of work plus what you did with other people this year and just how how it all stacks up so um for me i'll just give my honorable mentions and then and then you can get into your top five my honorable mentions i've said enough about them so i don't really need to say more um little baby i didn't talk about him much this this podcast but little baby has been you know he's just he's just a great rapper he wraps his ass off on a lot of beats i really enjoy that um and you know there's nothing really to complain about it's just more so a nod to the people that are ahead of him uh, also Lil Sims again same thing Lil Sims is incredible J Cole is an honorable mention which surprised me because although he didn't drop an album this year like he did last year with the offseason this year he still just had another incredible run of features we talked about Johnny Pete Caddy. we talked about uh London there's also Scared Money off the YG album that I really enjoyed his feature there. Um, the features he had on the Dreamville project, like Stick and, and Freedom of Speech Interlude. Like, he just, he, he's just a great rapper. So whenever he shows up to rap, you know, he is one of the greatest rap feature artists of all time. And we need to respect that and treat him as such because we need to start having conversations. Because at the end of the day, who can you throw on a beat with J. Cole and say with 100% certainty they're beating J. Cole, that they are... It, that list is very small. Like, that list is just minuscule at best. J. Cole is out rapping most, most rappers in the game right now of all time. He's just, he's one of the greatest. So I was surprised that he didn't make it, um, but he just missed my cut. And then the last honorable mention I had was Black Thought. Again, the only person... Who shot my boy Josh? Him and I argue this all the time. I think Black Dot is the only person that I could say with 100% certainty without rap J. Cole. I think that is the only rapper in existence mm. right now that 100% I
1: 100% certainty.
0: With 100% certainty that he would beat J. Cole if they got on That's the true. same track.
1: That is the only answer. I'm I gonna don't know, know if I'd say, time. I couldn't say with 100% certainty, but he's definitely one who I would be interested in how to see that played out without knowing that they gotta do it man
0: they got to because especially because black thoughts active now man like that's gotta happen yeah
1: mixtape this past year right
0: yeah he he dropped this year
1: Mm. he
0: dropped uh with danger mouse it was a good project um but yeah that's my honorable i got a
1: very okay i got a very mainstream list here uh we've talked about most everyone on my list already so it won't be a lot to say biggest surprise i would say um people who listen to the on deck tv show they probably can tell this one is coming i had him i didn't have him for person of the year but i had him ranked pretty high it's kodak black man uh we talked about kendrick lamar's album and i would if you had told me kendrick lamar is gonna take nearly five years off and when he does come back he's gonna have an album that's heavily featured kendrick i mean kodak black i would say pass no yeah. i don't know and that's no knock to kodak black as an artist but i just i that's couldn't just, see the correlation and I, yeah, wouldn't, 100%. I wouldn't
0: 100
1: i wouldn't want to hear that I, I i would be like no i've waited too long for kendrick to come back please no god don't do that to me however He so made it work. Like it's perfect. I wouldn't have picked anyone else to do those interludes to hold that album up. It kind of speaks to as well. I won't say a passing of the torch because Kodak Black is definitely not the next Kendrick Lamar, but there is this mesh of different generations that I think that it did. There's this mesh of where you have this conscious guy who is from a good kid mad city but he's not necessarily participating in that lifestyle and then you have this guy from Florida who is about 100% of any crazy dramatized life that you would want to imagine that a rapper would live like this is the guy so to have him and Kendrick like just just merging their styles together on the album and he didn't overdo it like I think that the talking was great not to mention the song that he has with Justin Combs, not to mention Super Gremlin. Like I just think the yeah, Kodak Super Black Gap man, even hard. though he's yeah, he, he runs into these legal troubles, he runs into putting his foot into his mouth a lot, but he's talented, man. And I just appreciate what he's done this year. J. Cole said it a while ago. Uh, it's just I, I really look forward to and appreciate Kodak Black as an artist. Yeah, so man.
0: So that was I, glad. My, my number five. I'm glad you brought that up. I just quickly want to mention my diatribe of how Kendra's yeah. is so great at making albums. I can't believe I didn't mention the Kodak part of it. The incorporation of Kodak was absolutely great. incredible. Absolutely incredible. Yeah.
1: And if anyone, like I said, if anyone had told you that, if he had yeah. told you, if he had called you and said, hey, Chris, I'm thinking about this. I know you would have have cried. I I'm been thinking like, about, and you would have been like, no, please. I would I I have it. been
0: on the phone and I would have, I would have honestly broke down in tears. I would have been like, my favorite artist, he 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 dropped, he flopped, man. It's it's over, man. He's not supposed yep. to, he's like the greatest album artist ever. Why is he flopping? Like,
1: I would have been just beside myself, man. yeah Tears. Instead, you got fucking Kodak Black doing spoken word on Kendrick's album. And killing like, this it. This is fucking amazing.
0: Yeah. I didn't
1: know I needed this. And out rapping Kendrick uh, on, on for, that feature, too. Yeah. Exactly. I so. Done his thing. It was perfect for him. And yeah. shout out to Kendrick, like you said, stepping back and letting Kodak be the star on a feature. Yeah. Like I got this whole album to completely show my ass and let you remind you of how great a rapper I am. So I'm gonna take a slight step back here because this is his style. This is his bag. My album needs this. Go ahead, do your thing. Nailed it. Yeah. Uh last four, Kendrick Lamar also on this list. Took that big hiatus, came back with like we were talking about you said especially man this guy is the album maker of this generation we can talk about who's the best we can talk about who has better hits better bars or whatever it may be but when you're talking about the person who makes the best albums post jay-z's generation the j cole the drake the Kendrick Lamar era, no one is better than this guy making albums, man. He just shows it with the big, Mr. Morale, Big Step was a lot of the stuff that you said. I don't have to repeat, but when we're talking about making albums and top five people of the year for me, Kendrick Lamar, 100% reminding people of who he was. Even with the start of the rollout and how he did the whole uh video. um, What is it? Part par five. Switching the faces. Yeah. Oh, my God. And the probably last probably. verse was about Nipsey, just like that. Not even on the album, but just reminding you and getting you ready for that. That was an honorable mention Great verse, year
0: too. Walk. That that last verse when he dedicated it yeah. to Nipsey.
1: Man, that was. The Nipsey? Oh, my God. Absolutely. For me, Dude. too. Uh, last, one. next one. These two kind of go uh, hand in hand. 21 Savage and Drink. Uh, okay. 21 Savage, for me, like you said, I can be Scottie Pippen and be great. I don't have to be in the lead. I don't have to be Michael Jordan. It doesn't have to be 2121 21 everywhere. I ain't got to talk about killing people and spinning ops. I can show that I have feelings and rap about girls and do the funny memes of Drake, can you do something? Or 21, can you do something for me and play into it? And like it, it was great to see him take that next step, getting the Drake quote unquote stimulus package and watching it go to work for someone who was already an established artist, but took a next level step due to having a project with Drake. I really enjoyed it because I'm a 21 Savage fan. I think he handles himself really well when you see him doing the promo. I I was excited to see him take that leap this year. I thought it was great. On the other side of that, Drake, as far as I'm not gonna do what everyone thinks I should do. I'm not gonna try to give you a blueprint, I'm not gonna try to give you an Illmatic or this classic rap bars album. I'm gonna make the best business decisions for me and you guys are gonna enjoy it. I'm gonna continue to be the biggest brand of this generation and fuck it. Who's gonna tell me not to? I'm gonna do a dance hall record. I'm gonna come back and I'm gonna do a record with tw- my, one of my favorite rappers and we're gonna have fun. I'm not going to try to impress these people who can't be impressed, who write these blogs or do these podcasts and say, I don't have a classic album. I'm going to keep doing what Drake does. And I thoroughly enjoyed that. I like to see him do it. The dance album wasn't for me. Didn't enjoy it. Haven't even doubled back to it. I took so much joy in listening, just skipping each song. I smiled. I was like, yes, yes. Just so I could just give the Drake fans hell and got to the end of it. I was just, Knew that I would never listen to that album again, but to see him bounce back from that with the 21 Savage and just again, not even phase him, not even though we didn't see it, if you yeah. did, but just completely carefree in this album. I loved it. Yeah, last but not least, <clears throat> I won't have to go long on this one because we've talked about it throughout the whole show. Push a T, yeah, great album, uh, Grammy nominated. The concert was amazing, he is the consummate professional to me, he exemplifies what a rapper would be for that generation. He, from from beginning to end, from the start with the clips, from the stuff that we've seen this year, him being the head of good music, renouncing that, still putting out uh, th- th- this dope, great album, and just still always being a leader when we're talking about bars and the crispiness and the, the snappiness of what he does. I love it, thought he had a wonderful year. A lot of that was influenced by the, uh, concert that I went to, but those are my five guys for the year. Not mad
0: at that list at all. I got a lot, I got a lot of respect for everybody on that list. There's our lists are quite different, but we do have some similarities. Mm. Number five, I had Denzel Curry for everything I said about his album, melt my eyes, see your future. I just, when I hear this man, like just listen to the ills. And that right there alone is like a case for this dude is a top five rapper in the game, just just rap mm-hmm. artist. Um, so he just he just put together a masterclass on how to rap. Number four, Kendrick. Again, the, with Kendrick, so great at at storytelling and everything. He's not going to be the greatest punchline rapper. He's not going to be the rapper that bars you to death with braggadocia. But He's going to just, again, just be so lyrical in a way that just connects with you. The way that he can make these, un- he can make a song about having millions of dollars and having sex with all tons of models, and he can make you feel bad for him. He can make you feel pity for him on United in Grief when he's talking about all these millions that he has. And you're just like, damn, poor Kendrick. <laughs> and then he'd savior everybody looks at me like a god and you're just like oh poor kendrick man i i feel for you it must be hard everybody in the world thinking you're a savior everybody thinking you're a hero and i'm not trying to downplay those stuff because it is it is real to to his mental so i don't want to downplay yeah. it but there is that other side of the token of like he can take these things that are so unrelatable and make them super relatable he can do what he did with nipsey and just and just have tell that third verse from Nipsey's perspective and also weave in Kobe too. Like, you know, he weaved in all those other people, but like to mainly do that Nipsey one and to do it in a respectful way. Because almost anybody else in hip hop would have told that story and would have not done it as well as Kendrick, and it would have been met with so much criticism. Kendrick came in and he told and he nipsey's a legend in our culture and he's a hero and he's an icon and so for for kendrick to be able to personify that and do it with unanimous praise including by the family by the way which i think is the most important praise and the only praise that should really matter in that situation but to get universal praise from everybody i think is just special and that just shows how, how great he is at, at rapping but again not doing features and all these other things held him back from being higher on my list Number 3 Pusha T. Everything you said, again, just professional, precision, just lethal. Um the features he did like like the feature he had on Freddie Gibbs album, incredible. He just he's awesome, man. He's there's nothing more to say other than the fact that when you are when you are a rapper and you're serious about your pen there is very few people that make you stop and just rewrite and that is push a t like i'm convinced i'm convinced that every time push a t sends it when he sends one to freddie gibbs when he sends one to rick ross when he sends one to whoever and he and he actually said this compliment to rick ross about how rick ross is the one feature he could just he could just give give a feature to and turn his back and know it's going to come back golden but i feel like these other rappers when they hear push a t They have to rewrite their stuff or they have to change something or they have to do something like he's just that good at rapping so he was number three number two is nas because nas to me quite simply put and i wish i would have said this when i was highlighting nas at number seven but simply put it is the best rap album this year like just just rap just factoring in just rap that is the best rap album this year nobody is rapping better for a whole entire project than nas on that album so for me nas was just absolutely incredible and the reason he's not number one is because he didn't do more features like that is the one thing that held him back for me for me being number one but number two is just uh, again i can't speak highly enough of how great he rapped on kd3 but number one is jid and that is because JID rapped almost as good as Nas on his on his album in the Forever Story. And then also did features with my guy, Mike Dimes. Don't lean back, Spike. Don't lean back. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> hey, engage with me. Work with me here. <laughs> Listen. I was expecting a JID. This guy, JID, no. man. He rapped at phenomenal on his entire album. And then you go on features. Like the Mike Dimes feature, which I thought was absolutely incredible. I don't know if you heard that, but Mike Dimes uh, dropped his album, and he had this record, Home, which is a, a record that I love. And G.I.D. just a, a, did a remix to it, and he snapped on it, talking about coming for the throne and how he's young Hova and all this stuff. He was just on his shit, and you have those kind of features. You have all the stuff he did with Dreamville. Uh, everywhere he's been popping off, he's, he's done a lot of features this year. They've all been very high quality, and then on top of that, you are one of the best rap performances on your own album. I think he's the no brainer number one. Um, a lot of this list was tough, but I, I, when I outlined everything, I was like, okay, JID is clearly number one. I didn't think JID was going to be number one. I figured he was going to be top three, but when I just look at the fact of the feature, the the, the amount of features he's done, plus the high level rapping he had on his own album. I just it was an easy consensus that he was number one and every everybody else after that was a was a fight to see where they placed but um like especially that fifth spot was tough denzel curry had to beat out a lot of people for that fifth spot but that's my top five so to recap i had number one jid number two Nas, number three Pusha t number four kendrick and number five denzel curry
1: so i gotta check that denzel allow you and animal brown were both high on the denzel curry did you of guys not listen to it or you well. just skim, so skim through it I, have, I didn't get to listen to it oh i yeah, didn't I even get to listen it. to it at all so i'll check it out run through it
0: again that and
1: will sims i'm gonna be on your head about both of them will sims okay lil Sims. You gotta send me that one lil Sims. Lil, oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. I def, she's definitely on deck she's yeah, definitely you are on old, man i, I hear out it's tough prize prize. you got headphones yeah, on. even got headphones that's why I got the headphones on to help me out. <laughs> need to need to check them. Check that EQ a little bit. But uh, yeah,
0: yeah, okay, so let let's just close with this last thought, and this will be quick. But uh, closing thought: twenty twenty two as a whole in, in rap, with uh, and we can just stick with the music, or we can include just everything that's gone on beyond it. But as far as years mm-hmm. in rap go, I feel like this is one of the best rap years we've gotten since 20 i I mean 2018 is the one that everybody throws out i agree that's in that's top tier but i think this is one of the best years we've gotten in the last like 12 plus years of 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 rap i think it's if you're doing a, a draft of the years i think this is for sure probably top three right like it was it was an awesome year you got everything you wanted
1: it was up there i definitely agree with that i i spoke to this when we were doing our end of the year list on the podcast uh and on deck yeah this was going into it you're thinking especially with the year we had last year oh man it can't get any better but this was actually a better year like you got an album from kendrick you got an album from drake two albums from drake like you got the great jay uh jay-z verse it was just so many good moments in hip-hop this year Like i agree with you yeah
0: I think again I think this Rivals 2018 cuz 2018 the one thing that 2018 had that was so that was so damn cool was that was that uh once a week Kanye month rollout like that was just cool regardless of the music we got from it it was cool as hell that he had like that he had all those albums in the tuck yeah. for 5 weeks I'm just dropping an album that I'm involved with that was cool of course the Drake Pusha T beef on top of all the good music we got that year man like you just it's very hard to beat uh 2018 but 2022 is definitely a a heavyweight class you got everything you got the commercial rap like her loss really like stay like signified the fact that 2022 was great because like we got the commercial drake we got another commercial drake that we didn't want that's okay but like we got we got that commercial drake on top of again the kendrick album where it's the miraculous um you know it's a miraculous album art so you got all of that. You had underground rappers. Um, you had a bunch of rappers like Pusha T and Freddie Gibbs also getting their equal due credit shine. So it was just something that you can't really you can't really complain about this year. This year had literally something for every everyone. And featured a lot of the biggest artists Agreed. releasing. You know, almost all of that was one of the biggest
1: released. things.
0: I did wish that J. Cole dropped. So that we could have had all three the same, but I understand why because the off season was la- just last year. The off season
1: year. was this yeah. year too,
0: man. This would have been the best year,
1: hands down. That would have been the cherry on top,
0: yeah. Because we've never gotten the Drake, Kendrick, you know, and and uh, and J Cole all to
1: drop in the Cole same year. Dropping. Hopefully, we get that next year. Maybe we can get that. Maybe the cycle does itself. Kendrick is kicking off his new label. Cole has missed a year. Drake just does it.
0: You have a whole, a whole it, therapy, yeah. double album and you're Kendrick Omar, I'm not expected. I don't know. I don't know if this guy, Yeah, he may not again. be back
1: ever. Actually, yeah, he yeah. may not ever make another album to be honest <laughs> yeah. with you,
0: but all right, Spike, yeah. I appreciate you for coming on, man. I appreciate doing these, these quarter wrap ups now year end wrap up again, 2022 awesome year. Why don't you tell everybody about on deck TV podcasts and everything that you do, because it's awesome. And you know, now that, now that I'm done. Now that I'm done with this recording, I can (laughs) actually go back and run through your guys' stuff because I've been out of the hip-hop loop. I've been stuck in the sports world. Okay, So I need to catch back up on the hip-hop, and you guys are at the top of my list of people that I'm going to podcast I'm going to check out and and get caught up in. Because I got to see Animal Brown. I got to roast Animal Brown.
1: I know his list. I yeah, know his list you know, is trash. he had a lot of questionable stuff. You know how he is. Yeah, he has a lot of questionable shit on there. Shout out to my guy, the On Deck TV show, like you said, every Wednesday, the Southern Perspective on hip hop, me and Animal Brown have been doing it for a long time, man, about 500 plus episodes in the queue over there. Thank you for having me and doing these and respecting my opinion and letting us come on here and hash it out with each other as well, Chris. I really respect your platform and everybody listening here thank you guys and come over to the on deck TV show and listen you speak you spoke of sports also shout out to the dead end guys and Dead End sports yes, joining sir. them full time this upcoming year so I'm going to be uh, very minimum basketball conversations hopefully but <laughs> we're going to talk a lot of football we're going to talk a lot of football playoffs that you streams uh, that's streaming on YouTube tuesday night so check that out and my spinoff podcast from on deck tv it's another week in the books uh check that out as well it comes out every friday me and my guy mo we get on there and we just kick the shit and talk about the stuff that's going on in the world at the end of the week so again the on deck tv podcast dead end sports another week in the books You can find them wherever you listen to content at, man. Check me out. I am Spike Lou across all your favorite social sites. I am Spike Lou just the way that it sounds.
0: All right, man. And I'm going to have, oh, I almost knocked over my laptop. I'm going to have, I'm going to have those links in the description. (laughs) I'm going to have those links in the description. Thank you, Spike, for coming on, man. I appreciate everything. And you know, I'll be seeing, I'll be seeing you soon. Before you know it, we'll be talking
1: about the next quarter. We'll be talking about 2023 absolutely we'll be reviewing the first half of 2023 it'll be March before you know it right but hey man always thank you for having me appreciate you thinking about me when you do these it's really an honor to be able to bounce my opinions off them and you sharing them with your fan base I really appreciate
0: appreciate that man appreciate that you know it goes you know it goes deep so I appreciate all of that absolutely you have a good one man yes sir you too